I'm Jake. I am Nick. What are we talking about? Shit, shit. So this is going to be a little bit different of an episode. We're not in the studio. Uh, we're kind of just in, in uh, the car on the road, quote-unquote, uh, using a recorder. And uh, also a new co-host today is uh, Nicholas. Hi, this is Nick. And uh, I want to go ahead and point out we're not on the road. We're in a parking lot Yeah. in the dark. Just, but, but hey, it works. You know, we got good, uh, good, good, good audio in here and some privacy, so fuck it. Just ruin the atmosphere, man. Let's roll. Let's roll. All right? <laughs> I'm, I'm down to do this. All right, so we're... Uh, Gonna talk about today uh, horror movies uh, in general, and more specifically, gonna talk about the new It movie, the uh, remake uh, from Stephen King's classic uh, TV mo- movie, and also obviously based on the book. Um, now, have you read the book? Nope, never. It's too goddamn long. The book, yeah, you know what? Yes, it is. It, it is ridiculously long. It is incredibly tense. My God, does it get in depth? You know what I mean? And it and it really does. You know, it really does have a lot of scenes in it. A lot of parts that they cannot put in the film. Uh, for example, um, there is a scene where Eddie, um, Eddie Spaghetti, right? Yeah, yeah. He is laying in bed and he's looking at porno, and Pennywise come come comes out from under his bed and he's. It was taking the appearance of a naked woman, and then he pops out and with and uh, in his voice says, "How about a blowjob, Eddie?" Oh my god! <laughs> now imagine this to what eleven-year-old kid, ten-year-old kid, kid in bed. They could never put put put, put this no, in the film. But man. the book, the book itself, you know, as in most most books, you know, that get t- turned into the film, there's a lot that they have to leave out. Yeah, you know, because you can't do the whole thing in films. But luckily, you know, they from. From what they did in the first film in 1990, I mean, if you'd even read the book, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was uh, probably, honestly, my f- the first horror movie I watched. Really? Uh, yeah. Your first one, wow. Yeah, I was, uh, what was I, four at the time? Yeah. So it was the first one. I watched it when I was a kid. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe Petrified of Clowns. Um, to this day, I'm still terrified of clowns. Um, and you know what? In my opinion, I think that this is the only made-for-TV horror film that actually did a damn good job. Yeah, and it because it stands toe-to-toe with, of the time at least, of a lot of horror movies. Oh, absolutely. Um, if, if you've watched it lately, it's still, it's good, but it's, it, 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 I, I, for, at least for me, it's kind of not as good as I remembered it being. There's a lot of, like, when you're watching it, it's kind of hokey almost, some parts of it. Um... <laughs> Mainly to do with the adult section, and it's, um, the, yeah, but it's yeah, that last half. The kid, I still think the kid section of it is the most solid part of the entire thing. Hands down, it's great. Um, but the I thought the adults, it just seemed, I don't know, it just seemed really cheesy almost. Uh, watching it as an adult myself, but uh, and also with the flashback bit, you kind of lose the uh, uh, suspense. Of will the kids make it out alive? Oh yeah, it's like, well, yeah. yeah, it's like well, you know, you do know, um, you know, but you do learn, you know, that most of them survive, you know, right off from when it starts, because it does start, you know, if I remember correctly, you know, after the first scene where Pennywise um, quote kills that girl, you know, mm-hmm. that first girl on the cop uh, was his name Mike Tamlin. Yeah, yeah, I've 
you know, and, and I... Wait, uh, is he a cop? Uh, he was the <laughs> the African-American cop, right? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He was the, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, just, it starts out the very first part is when he calls Bill. You know, he say, Bill, it's back. Yeah. You know, and you... you s- get that... So you know music. right off the top of the bat that Bill and Mike, you know, live as kids. Yeah. Um, but what you don't see is when... Is it Richie that kills himself in the bathroom at Stanley. the very end? It's Stanley. Yeah. I got to tell you, as a kid, when I saw that, that was the first time that I've ever, I ever thought that anybody could kill themselves. Yeah. So that stuck with me for years because yeah, I never yeah. witnessed something like that. Of course, you know, we were young. I didn't watch it, you know, when it first came out in 1990, but, you know, I was aware of it. You know, I did, did watch parts, but that specific scene. That stuck out. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, you de- that definitely sticks with you for a long time. It's kind of a haunting image, and even now, it's still done really well. Um, the only, again, the only detracting part of it is the wife's. Oh, her blood curdling scream. Yeah, it's just a weird. It's a you weird know, thing. Like, but again, I, I guess I don't know how I would react. You know. And I mean, she. You know, and they both look Jewish. It's, so maybe that's just, maybe it's a Jew thing. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know, but. <laughs> We're not anti Semites, don't worry. It's 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 great because, you know, that character was the weakest of the entire and if if you remember, he was the last one to believe that there wasn't it. You yep. know, he he was the last one to get you know, get um shown what, what it was. Yeah. He wouldn't believe it. He wouldn't believe it until shown finally. Shown what he truly he looked like you or know, what they thought was truly him. So when he kills himself, you know, when he realizes that it comes back, you know, it's almost like he has that like oh okay I've been afraid this entire time I've known he was real this entire time I've put I pushed it away I pushed it away because I can't handle knowing that he's here yeah and when he finally gets like I thought he was gone we grew up we got past this I got a good life it's, it's just like then. fuck it I'm nope, done can't do it. nope that is great. can't do it you know the thing I love about that first first film is how well the kids acted yeah I thought they were all tremendous again you, you get a lot of uh, and it seems actually to be not so much anymore but. Probably from the 90s till probably just a couple years ago, most child actors are atrocious. And it's like, <laughs> I grade on a curve whenever I like I review a movie. Sure. I grade on a curve because I know most kids generally suck at acting. Um, and it's not, I mean, they're kids, yeah. you know? Um, uh, so, but those kids are fucking strong. Every single one of them. Um <laughs> But it, honestly, it really wasn't until I watched uh, what was it? Uh, we're just talking, just talking about it. Stranger Things. Yes. Um, just recently, you know, it, those kids, every single one of them, they're solid actors. It honestly reminds me of the kids from it, which is oh, wow. funny because in the new one, the one of the the main kid from Stranger Things, can't remember his name off the top of my head, um, but he's he plays uh, Richie. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm like I'm like that's they cool they got him in there and it has a very similar tone to it. Um, but yeah, the kids are fucking phenomenal in the original. Uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I just can't remember any of their fucking names, honestly. I, I remember Beverly. Um, I thought she was great. She had a very specific look to her as a kid, to where you really felt sorry for her. Like she had that look of like you live in an abuse. Like you, you can tell she had an abusive home. Yeah, before she pulled you off that look like a yeah, sad look. She just, really did. Um, um, everyone, I thought Bill. Bill, yes. Um, there's Mike. There's Richie, mm-hmm. Stanley, right? Stanley, yeah, and then uh, Ben and Eddie, and Eddie, and Ben was the fatter kid. Yeah, right? he's the the heavy kid. You know what? 
Which it looks like in this in the new one they've actually got like a fat kid to play it. Good. In the in the in the movie like he was a big kid but he didn't strike me as like well it's meat, like you know fat you know? Fat in the fifties compared to fat That's now. That's true. I guess it's changed. Yeah. You know, cause, yeah. Because now we're all fat. You I, never, know I, mean? I, guess I didn't really think about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I um, you know what, what I really like too is that each kid, you know, in you know each kid formed the losers club, right? Yeah. And each kid had such a good backstory, mm-hmm. where that first half of the film, you know, you knew who your main cast was, but they took time to explain the story between each kid one by one by yep. one by one and, and you, what their relationship with each other was you know, gave and you a with chance, it. right 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 you know gave you a chance to under, to understand where they come from and understand them more and you realize you know each one of these kids has a quirk that makes them a loser you yep. have the fat kid you have the kid who's black you know who's being teased because he's black you know, and everyone yep. else is white you've got Bill who has a problem with his speech you got Eddie who, who has a problem you know where he, he has to use his in, inhaler all, all the time you know yep. each kid you know has these predominant flaws that you know you almost feel like if you're watching this as a kid you know you can really look up to these kids who take control of their fears yeah, exactly they, they take control and they stand up for themselves they don't let themselves be bullied by uh, the asshole gang. I can't remember what their fucking names are, but they're assholes. Uh, Henry. <laughs> Henry. Henry. It? Henry. Oh, what's his name? Henry, Henry Bowens. Bowens, I think. I think. Oh, Henry Bowers. Bowers. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they get bullied by this kid, but then they finally just, they throw rocks at him. And that's, I mean, that's, it, there, they they realize then, like, fuck this kid. We can, we can all gang up on him and. And that rock scene alone was cool. It was. Because they could have done, you know, just like a normal fight scene. It was kind of intense, But too. they really had a one-on-one with these rocks and, you know, these good sh- shots. And when it, these kids are getting hit by rocks and you actually can feel it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it was, oh. that whole movie, especially considering it was a made-for-TV movie. Exactly. Really, really fucking well done. So whenever you first hear that, you know, they're going to remake it, I was like, you sure? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, then they're like, okay, it's going to be rated R. Uh, it's going to be, the first movie is going to be like two or two and a half hours long and it's going to be based solely on the kids. I was like, okay, maybe we, you know, and they say closer to the book. Well, it's like, all right, that's fucking cool too. That's what they always say. Yeah, that's what they say. They can say whatever they want until we actually see it. That's a different story. Right. But just not too long ago, a couple, what, a couple months ago, the trailer was released for, and holy shit Holy shit, that, oh. It's intense looking. I, I just can't. Um, I'm, I know I'm honestly that, surprised. Uh, st- uh, King himself uh, watched it and and really approved of it. Really? Yes. He he uh, he is he he loves a trailer. He loves what he's seen that they've recorded. He's very on board. You know, which I assume you know he wouldn't trash talk regardless. But For, still, yeah. um, it the thing that's going to do it for me, you know, is it of course. Yeah. I don't know the actor. I don't know if you're familiar uh, he's with a, anything it, else he's, I, been. he's a Skarsgård, I know that. He, uh, Alexander Skarsgård is, um, I guess he played on True Blood. Okay. He's played in a few things, and what I've seen him in, he's a he's a very good actor. His father, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, probably more commonly known because he's in the uh, Marvel movies. Okay. Um, again, anything I've ever seen him in, he is pretty fucking fantastic. He was in the Pirates movies. Okay. In the, la- in the last two he the, looks very young. Uh, the kid, yeah, kid. He is um, the youngest of the Scars guards. I can't remember what his first name is. Bill Scars guard, okay. maybe. 
Yeah, um, yeah, that's what it sounds sounds like. But yeah, because they originally had uh, a kid signed on named uh, Will Poulter. Okay. Uh, he played in. Uh, have you ever seen the We Are the Millers or We Are the Millers? No, no, but um, I'm aware of it. <laughs> uh, the the kid he plays the kid that's the guy, not uh, the main adult guy. Sure. But he plays like the young kid. Uh, it was him. Which for that you know, some people were like, "Fucking what?" Because <laughs> we only seen him in that movie and um, like I don't know, one of those fucking Maze Runner movies. Oh, okay, okay, sure. Um, so people are like, "Who? Why? What?" I mean, you know, Tim Tim Curry had such a lovable role in that. Yeah, you know, he's so well well known in that. No matter what, you're gonna have. Real question. You're, you're really going to have a lot of hurdles to get over to to get people out of that mindset that have watched you know Tim at first you know, and say okay you know because he just he did such a standout job. Yeah, he, he did. was fantastic. He had, he he had such a good size to him. You know, he was yeah. tall. He was big. He had a very uh, um, demonic looking structure in his face. Yeah, uh, and I'll say honestly, I just real or found this out the other day. A lot of people did not like. Really? Yeah, because they thought he took away from the movie. Interesting. They, that he was a, he was too funny in the movie. You, you know, I, I I hear people complain about the scene where it is in the library, you know, where Richie's an adult. Yeah, he's saying, oh, <laughs> do, do, you know, do you have uh, King something in the can? Well, yeah, you Prince, Prince Albert in the can. Prince Albert in the can. You know oh, what? You better I, let him go. <laughs> people hated that. Because they said they took him out, out out of the film, but man, if 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 you learn, if you think about what he's doing, he's mocking the guy who constantly tells jokes for a living. Richie, yeah, yeah he's, living. he's mocking he's him. He's mocking him in a place where you can't be loud, you know, and you you can't and, and he's screaming, and driving him insane. I know, and it's I I get. I it. thought it was really well done. Honestly, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Now I liked. Was uh, <laughs> it was the nostalgia critic did the review, which yeah. I love the review. Uh, I did not. But you really didn't. <laughs> I did not. But no. the, when he talks about it, he said it's almost like Tim Curry just kept going, and they're like, uh, we're done for the day. You, you know what I mean? So now every time I watch the movie, that's all I think about is just Tim Curry going fucking batshit insane. Because <laughs> <laughs> so you had brought... You had brought up, and I had brought brought, brought up before we started, started recording, that the first half of the film is better than the second half. Yes. What what part do you feel like um, you start to get turned off on? Or what section, what moment? And honestly, it feels like the in, almost the entire thing until... I'm trying to think where... Because where, the whole thing drags to me. It, just, it feels a longer. It feels like it's about an hour longer than it needs to be. The whole second half. Yeah. Okay. Um, because they did such a good job telling the story in the first part of it uh, about the kids, so you kind of know who the kids are. So you, when you get to the second half, you're supposed to assume that's generally who they are now. Um, otherwise, it's a waste of a first half of a movie. Sure. So it feels like they're still trying to introduce us to the adults in the second half of the movie. And there's no real need in it. I think the whole dinner scene, um, it was it probably ran about ten minutes too long uh, itself, just because like you could have got there, could have had them just kind of having fun, didn't have to have a montage. Yeah, you really didn't have to have Bev pass out. Yeah, it was just because because that dinner scene, that's the scene where I started to think that Bev might be a slut. Because she gets physical attention from every single Which, guy. Which isn't she kind of a slut in the book? I, I not really I, slept I don't but, remember. Uh, from what I've heard or, now I mean correct me if I'm wrong but 
Um, in the book, supposedly, she has sex with, like, three of the kids. Really? Yeah, as wow. kids. Now, obviously, I don't I don't think they're putting that in the movie. If that's even the book, no, I'm not 100% no, they, sure. They yeah, I've, I've, I've read the majority of the book, but there are, yeah, that's... But that's something a, to do with, like, we don't want to die virgins or something to that effect. Oh, I'm wondering if that's why they did that, because it seems very deliberate that she has a um, very close uh, physical relationship with th- at, at, at least three of the guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And well, Bill, Ben, and... Um, Richie, too. Richie, yeah. yeah. Richie was the weird one, too, because yeah. there was no real... Nothing with them as kids, really. They kind of indicated they would be close as adults. You know, but then you have to wonder if she's just like that around guys because, you know, the two main guys that you, you've seen that she had in her life, abuse, abuse her, her. That's true. Her dad and her husband. So maybe that's just who she is and what she does. But then it kind of makes you not really like the, the guys because they're endorsing it. They're kind of like, yeah, this is cool. You know that she's abused and that yeah. she's kind of a slut, and it's 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 very strange. You know, I'm wondering what the you know I wonder you know if that was deliberate in the first film or not. You know, I know you know as a kid I've always watched watch that and be like, pick a guy, yeah, pick, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? but, pick one. But it, yeah, I think the adult part of it. I think uh, one a lot of the performances. The only performance in it that I thought was really strong was um, John Ritter as uh, Ben. Uh, I thought yeah. he was pretty fantastic. Yeah. And the kid that did, the guy that did Bill, I think he was pretty good. But the rest of them just felt very, I don't know, man, just like almost phoned in but kind of cheesy, sure, almost sure. hammy. And you know, again, this was in 1992. So, so you got to, yeah, you kind of yeah. have to gauge off of that. But it's still, to me, like I can, I can always watch the first half, but then the second half feels like a chore. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, for me, I I I really can get through the whole film just fine. It gets to the the ending. That, yeah, that ending I oh, cannot, fuck, I I cannot that. get past. Even as a kid, even being terrified of spiders. The yeah, I was just like, just, really? I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know, and it really wasn't even the effects. It's like the whole film. You the you're really getting afraid of this clown. Yeah, that's you know you understand the co- the clown can shape shift. The clown can do whatever the hell he wants. And then but you, the fear is in the clown. You feel like their last battle should be against should be a clown form, not a big fucking spider. Which even okay, even if it, they want to go with the spider, give him clown features. Do something, yeah, because he because the clown shows up for a while because there's that really creepy ass scene which I love where they're in the sewers and they're holding hands. Yes, and he just like walking. You know, you see this overhead shot of of, Pen, Pen, of Pen, Pen, Pennywise walking behind Eddie and just pick him up. Yeah, walk, walk, walk off and, it's and like real some, strong. Like, yeah, like he's, I mean he's insanely strong like, just to be able something to about light, that. I guess, but something about that man just freaked me out when I was a kid because it really looked like you know this big clown is just he just grabs you and and he can just pick pick you up and walk off and that's that's it you know and and that was like um and again a lot of the scares most of the scares uh, well I'll just say all of the scares were during the first half the second half any scare they try to do just really fell apart like um uh okay like whenever how or uh, uh fuck what's uh, Hank Henry uh, Henry Bowers yes was breaking out of the insane asylum and then there's a clown there, but his head's a Rottweiler. Yeah, the Rottweiler was wearing like a uh, little the clown bells or yeah, I was like, him. yeah. What? And, and didn't the moon? Yeah, the moon turned to Pennywise. Turned to Pennywise too. But but you got to keep keep in mind these are images that are being projected through the mind of some someone that's insane. Yeah, but uh, right. It's well, and that I guess I mean he's trying to take this the. Uh, 
shape of something that the person he's attacking fears. So, like, when he's attacking the guard, wouldn't it? If he attacks him as the Rottweiler show, I mean, guess maybe the guards are afraid of Rottweilers, but there's no context to it. So, right. all you see is a Rottweiler wearing a clown outfit. That may be one that's more explained in depth in the book, too. That, yeah, absolutely. And, but, like, a lot, there's not really a whole lot of the scares. Like, whenever Ben is making out with uh, Bev, Mm-hmm. And then she, it's Pennywise, and I'm like, it, it wasn't scary. It didn't, because you see it coming almost. You, yeah. By that yeah, point, you really you're, you're expecting everything because he's fucked with the mind of these kids so much that you're just like, well, it's clearly not going to be her. He's making out with, you know, Tim Curry. Well, you know, after a four hour film, you only know, start to predict shit too. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. That's and that's kind of where the flaw of it comes is that I mean, it was four hours long. It's kind of. uh too long for its own good. Yeah, yeah it could I mean, have been. It could have been a two night event still, but it could have been, you know, maybe a two hour first half, mm-hmm. and then just an hour at the end. Yeah, that's yeah. really about. It. They didn't have to stick to two hours each or whatever. But you know, if 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 you really look at the overall plot, I mean, it's really hard to trim that story down because there's so many char- characters that you have to learn learn about. Yeah. But again, you know, like you said at the end of it, in the last hour or so, there's a lot that, you know, you you question if they slow things down to kind of build build up the final fight. But then you you know the final fight, I feel it's know, a lack this up is ridiculous. Is ridiculous, but. The thing that I always didn't like was after, at the very, the very, very, very end, Bill's wife, you know, was in the coma. Mm-hmm. Why in the hell does it wake her up to ride down a hill on bike? Yeah, well, they, they he never said something that. about riding that bike made me feel free. I'm like, yeah, but how, why does it wake her up? That doesn't make sense. She's you know, in a fucking coma. It really doesn't make sense. No. It, it does not make sense it's, at it, all. It's a happy ending for the sake of a happy ending. And it's, they drove into an intersection for Christ's sake. Yeah, and it's stopped. Like, it's like what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just that, that whole second half, I just never really enjoy it that much. No, I usually, no. I usually stop it after the uh, first half of it. Yes, yes. After God, that. Uh, but that being said, man, this uh, the new one, and again, I guess it's coming from the kid part of it, which is the part we both enjoy more. Uh, absolutely. Um, but. Man, it just it looks like they've got it so fucking right so far. They do, you know. The only thing that might bother me, you know, and this might just be 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 me with with the original it, you know, the charm that I had with it, the reason why I respected it and appreciated it so much, you know, it's for one, it's a made for TV film, PG thirteen, PG mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a hard PG thirteen in the made TV for TV. Right, movie. and and to manage that. And to have it to where that clown never pops out and yells "boo," you know, there, there, there are no jump scares. Mm-hmm. There are no jump scares. There's one. The only jump scare I can think about is when Georgie winks, because you know, in the photo album, yeah, that, that's that scared the, the shit out of me. But besides that, because the film, people remember that film. People yeah. know that people are our age. You, you bring that up. Oh, that movie scared the shit out of me. Yep. That movie scared the but. But if you watch the fear, is psychological based. The fear is yeah, getting into not, your mind. And that's the problem with a lot of current horror movies. Exactly. It's, a, it's a lot of uh, a lot of jump scares, which is fine. That they have a place in horror movies. But when yeah. movies make them the crux of the horror of a movie, that's kind of where I have an issue. I haven't seen. Uh, well, they kind of touted that Get Out movie. They touted that as a horror movie. 
That's loosely a horror movie. It's, it's kind of on the yeah. thriller side of it. Um, the last good horror movie I saw, honestly, was probably The Conjuring. Okay. Uh, which, again, there were some jump scares in it, but a lot of more sight-based uh, it's, scares. It's it's so hard to find horror films now. You know, Personally, that please, pleases me, because once you've seen so many... Exactly, you know, and you horror know. does not get a lot of respect. There's not a, a lot of room for horror to move, you know, because it has kind kind of a, you know, everybody, you know, and I know this is cliche, but everybody that does horror, the horror films are all about death. Yeah, it's like there's there are ways to have a horror without death, mm-hmm. but after so long, it's like just keep following the same plot. You know, you, you know, I understand it's hard to be creative, but when you get these films that are supposed to be so scary. Uh, for example, Paranormal Activity, where it's pretty much just jump scares. Yeah. Now, uh, the first one was less jump scares, more psychological almost. Yeah, yeah, you that's, know? that's true. But then you get to the second one, there's a little bit of psychological, but a lot more jump scares in it. And then from that point on, it's... Now, in the third one, if, have you seen all of the Paranormal Activities? I've seen the first two. Okay, the third one, there's... I think that's the one that goes... It's a prequel, which I guess the second one's technically a prequel as well. But this one's a prequel from whenever the girls are little girls, or kids. So they use... Um, there are only There's only one thing I can remember from that movie, which was he put a camera on an oscillating fan. So that way... It, pan across the oh, room. Oh, can move, yeah. And so there's a scene, and somebody's sitting at a kitchen table, it pans, you see them, and it goes into the room, and as it comes back around, there's a little girl with a sheet over her standing there, and then before it pans away, it drops, and there's nothing there. Out of the entire movie, that's the most memorable part of it, and, and honestly, the best creep out oh, yeah, moment, yeah. but the rest, I mean, again, they just really hinge everything on jump scares. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it feels very cheap. You know, it feels like, um, you know, like you, you know, like if you have an action film and you just use explosions, explosions, exactly. explosions, it's like, well, after a while, it's like, I'm sick of this shit. I you want know? a story. You know, I, I feel like, you know, with jump scares, you're not being scared, you're being surprised. Exactly. You know, when anybody can do do that, if you can get to somebody's mind and really fuck with the core and get them to be afraid, I exactly. mean, that, that is an art. That is a legitimate art that seems to be lost. You know, as far as, you know, when you talk about recent horror films that we've seen that you've liked, I mean, I'm in the same boat. It's really, you know, I, I don't know if you would call it a horror film, um... Oh man, what is it about? Uh, don't breathe. Yeah, and see, I don't know. A lot of people call it a horror movie. I it's, wouldn't know if I call it. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. But it's psychological. It's creepy. It's it's intense. It makes you uncomfortable. It's that's a fantastic film. It's by cre- the way. It's, it's, just... it's creative because you find yourself almost rooting for the bad guys. Yep. You know, and there really aren't any good people in the film. You know, it's no, always they're like all kind of bad guy against. Yeah, and that's that's something you usually don't see. Now, I saw the um, the Purge election year. Now, yeah, I've I never seen that's... the other films, but it's it's, it's very horrorish. It was very horror. It has horror, and, like, and I enjoyed that. In it, but it, it, but it definitely it kind of strayed away from being a horror. It did. Um, yeah, the yeah, first did. one was a lot more horror based. I I hate the first one. There literally is not one redeemable character <laughs> in that entire movie. By the time the movie is going along, you're like, I hope the 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 family that you're supposed to kind of root for. I'm like, I hope they fucking die. I hope every single one of them die because there's a reason. Like, you just fucking hate all of them. That bad, And then wow. you get the second one and it's, I enjoyed it a lot and then you get the 
Is there a total of four or is there only a total of three? I have no idea. I've only seen the one. It's the ele- election year. I think it's the third or fourth one. I can't remember. Either way, the last ones that came out, enjoy them. I have, uh, they're a fucking blast. Um, yeah, there's creepy moments in them, there's scary moments in them, but generally they're, I think they're more, they've become more action oriented. Yeah, more, you know, I like, you know, whenever I think of films that are a good mix between horror and action, I, you know, that's what I imagine that thriller, you know, is. Yeah. You know, it's like, like that mix between the you two. You get a good mix between yeah, the two. It's a good crime, um, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I really hope this new It film, um, doesn't. Um, stick so much to jump scares. I saw a few scenes in the trailer that did seem kind of jumpy. I'm okay, okay with that because you gotta adapt. Yeah, you know, and that's then also there's now. the trailer does have to. I would imagine have to use jump scares. Yeah, absolutely. Because right. a lot of a lot to do with what, the kind of scares that we like are atmosphere based. You can't really. It's hard to uh, convey that in a trailer. So you get the. Whenever he pops up in the sewer, or whenever he's coming up slowly out of the water, which isn't—that's more the, psychological too. Him slowly coming out of the water. And there's that scene at the end where he looks like he's running through the sewer, like he's, real yeah, fast and real shakes, fast, and shaking and, around, which, which, which is scary as fuck. You know, that's yeah, it's creepy. It's it's like what the fuck is going on you know, here? You really don't get to see the clown much in the trailer, which so is cool. I think I I hope he has enough time in the film. It, now a lot of people were complaining uh, at first because they didn't like the costume. Well, obviously they would. Which now, when I first saw the costume, I was like, eh, "I," because they the reason I guess behind it was that since he's kind of immortal or whatever, that he's gonna have an old timey clown costume. Yeah, that, that because he's, which makes, he's been around for hundreds of years. Exactly, which is kind of the th- when you go back and watch the TV movie, it's like his clown costume really wasn't popular. wasn't that kind of that clown costume wasn't really popular in the fifties. So it's kind of weird that he would have that one, but. That's what they're basing off of. They're kind of giving an old timey like eighteen hundred style. I uh, I definitely see I definitely see more of an evil look to him because his costume and his hair seems a lot pointier. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sharp edges on it. I think and a lot poofier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's I enjoyed it, but then I was like, I hope it looks good in action. But what I've seen in the trailer, in motion, it looks wonderful. I need to hear his voice. Uh, yeah. I need to hear what he talks like. You know, Michelle had a good idea. She said, what if he doesn't talk? Ah, uh, no. She said, because, think about it, though. You have that clown. Clowns are supposed to laugh, make jokes, and stuff like that. Now, laugh. Give him that kind of kind of a creepy, high-pitched laugh. That's fine. But, like, what if he doesn't really talk? What if he just... I, I would not like that. You really I, wouldn't? I, no, because he really does have a lot of great lines, like, we all float down here. Yeah, you're right. He does. One of my that. favorite, favorite lines. Oh man, in the whole whole film with him, um, it's actually at the second half. Um, I don't remember who it is. Somebody goes to a graveyard and Pennywise is digging graves, and he's got seven graves dug, and two of them are yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is that is probably one of my favorite lines from that movie. Seven graves filled, and two of them are full. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, "Well, I've got you know yours here. You know, or like." Uh, like your friends already joined me, and I was like, "God damn, is that fucking it's harsh. haunting?" It's it's really but uh... by far, you know, I was wrong there. My favorite line, favorite line of his in the whole film, is when he's in the photo book. You know, they're flipping through, oh, and yeah. he pops out and says, "And says, um, I'll kill you. I'll drive you all insane, and then I'll kill you. I'll kill kill you all." And then then he says, kill you all. And "Then he says, I'm everything you've ever been afraid of," and I'm like. 
Damn! Yeah, that is, and, <laughs> and it's you, true, you know, too. You know what, though? It's like, it's almost not even the line itself. It's Tim Curry's delivery. Oh, perfect. Now, okay, so, okay, let's say, maybe maybe not make him have him make so many jokes in the movie. Yeah. Let him be more of a mysterious character. Let him say lines like that, because those are too good. Plus, he does have to say, we all float down here. Yeah, He's got course, to say of that. Of course, that's, that's the big But, line. like, if you keep him quieter, then when people are going to be like, well, he doesn't sound like Tim Curry, you know, then you, you kind of avoid that. Uh, and the laugh has to be different. The laugh totally has to be different, which we hear a hint of in the trailer, too, which uh. is a kind of a high-pitched uh, guy. <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 very. Um, he seems a lot smaller. He seems a lot quicker. Like he'd have more of a high pitched voice, mm-hmm. which which is not a bad thing. Yeah, uh, I mean that that is good. I'm just, I am really curious what he sounds like though. That's kind yeah, of the kind of. Uh, it really in in uh, now because it could be ruined by it could be absolutely ruined by the voice undone by it. That could ruin the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. it could. It could, but I mean, from what I'm understanding, from what I'm seeing, it, it still it still feels weird to me that that this is going to be in theaters and it's going to be in two, I know. two parts. Just because I don't know the cast, I yeah. it's it seems like a smaller budget film to me. I don't know why, which just, works better, I think. For yeah. This. Um. You you look at one. It's usually for me, it's better when you have a movie like this, an ensemble movie, where you have to really get to know the characters. It's better not to have actors you really know. You're right. And you really get that more from whenever you have kids as the stars of it. And again, Stranger Things is one of those goonies at the time. Not a lot of those actors are really well known. Yeah, um, that's right. So y- y- when you have to get to know characters really well, it's best to have unknowns. Whenever, you know, uh, I you don't really watch the movies, but like when they hired Thor, they hired an unknown actor to play Thor. Okay. You know, kind of like a, you're like, what the? Really? For that big of a role, you're going to hire. But it makes perfect sense because you have to get to know that character. Um, so I think it's good, but it's going to be harder to do that whenever they get to the adult movie. Because they haven't cast anybody, as far as I know, for the adult, uh, the second half. Okay. Um, like Michelle well, they, was, I was joking with her, I was like, they could get uh, you know, Denzel Washington to play, uh, what's his name? And she's like, yeah, but I don't see him being afraid of anybody at all. I was like, you're right, no, hey, Pennywise come out. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> when you really look at Mike as an adult, I mean, he he really didn't seem to be afraid much of No, anything. he really didn't. He he, he had he had one scene. Was was he the one that found Richie's head in the freezer? Uh, they were all there. Okay. Okay, because that was an interesting scene, too. See, he's, he's like, he's like, who do we got here? And then he oh, talks, yeah. sorry, he's like, there's, uh, what do you say? Jokes and jokes. Yeah, he's, also, he's like, here's, Billy, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah, it's like, that was honestly because I I don't, anything I've ever seen that actor in, I don't usually like him, but like, he was really good in that part. At that one part, I was like, he's pretty fantastic. I kind of wish he was in the whole thing. So good. I, I, you know, as as we brought it up, I, I really, you know, I also do, do hope whoever they do at the end, whoever they fight at the end is something. At least, you know, if it has to be a spider monster, you know, at least it's visually appealing. Yeah, that other one's just so ugly. It just didn't look good. It was too much. And again, clown features. That's all I'm asking. Like, uh, you know, a little pointier on the head, a little maybe uh, a paler face almost. Yeah, it, it just... It didn't have to be such a big thing because the fear, the fear tactics that the clown uses throughout the film are all very small things. You know, they're small red, red balloons. Mm. You know what I mean? There's a, you know, there's a guy that's dressed up like a werewolf. You know what I mean? It isn't really anything like a giant fucking spider where you have to, 
use a slingshot to shoot silver into it. And into his abdomen. This is battery acid, you slime. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. But I, 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 I get what they were saying. They're saying that you can, you control your fears. So whatever he, whatever hurts him that you believe hurts him will do it. Yeah. And it's like that seems like such a weak. Such a big weakness to have for yeah, such a giant. It, force. It's kind of weak sauce right there. It's yeah. just to be like, but, like, well, but, silver. I think silver would hurt it. So silver's gonna hurt it. And then again, I guess that's like Freddy Krueger, to where if you just don't don't believe, believe in him, yeah, yeah, he's not not there. You know, you can't get like that with Jason Voorhees, with Pinhead, all this stuff. Yeah. No matter if you believe it or not, they're fucking there. And see, we go back, and what I've been wanting in a horror movie for a long time is because my absolute one hundred percent favorite horror movie. Uh, is Halloween, the 1978 Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because one thing is, it, it could really happen. You know what I mean? Like, this very he's stalking them throughout most of the, for the first half of the movie, he's stalking these people. You know, it's it's scary as shit. We don't get that anywhere. We don't get the psychological aspect of no, it, which again, no, like, no. I, like we were saying, I hope that this movie really does a lot more psychological like the first one did. It, it, it definitely seems like it's going to cater more towards the people that just remember saying, oh, yeah, I remember that when I was a kid and I was scared. Yeah. You know, they, they don't really look into it as deeply as us, you know, which which I understand, you know, the majority of the people out there you're trying to get the cash from, you know, mm. because all, because, you know, what we tend to for, forget is that these films being made, the only care that they give a shit about pleasing the diehard fans is to make sure that they don't ruin the film for us. This whole thing is about cash. As, as long as they, they can get Absolutely, cash, cash. Absolutely, yeah. Cash. And that's why it's you know, probably they, a lower budget movie because yeah, of that. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, I, I really... I really can't think of the last, like, even the last Stephen King film that came out. Because I know his big thing lately over the past few years has been that JFK book. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I know they they're did talking that, about... Uh, Hulu, they did yeah. that. They did a series. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the closest thing I can think, think, think I, of. Honestly, I mean, I think the last thing I can remember... Did, did Dreamcatcher? Did Stand By Me come before it, or did it come before Stand By Me? I think... Because, by the way, that, that by, was a great film. It was. Stand yeah. By Me, I think, came first. Uh, but, yeah, that was oh, that was that a movie great, great tremendous. movie. Tremendous. You know, and that's... Proof. It took me years to watch it. It's like, you know, you're proof that Stephen King doesn't have to write horror. Exactly, Because that yeah. film is just tremendous. It tells such a good story. The soundtrack is great. The scenery, the visuals are all great. Again, the actors are all great. You know, the child, child actors yeah, are all... Yeah, I mean, you had, what, River Phoenix... Um, Fat Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Um, um, who is um, the bully? Uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yes, yes. And then you had uh, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton, yep. And then who is... Oh, Corey... Corey... Uh, Feldman? Feldman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, whoever casted these at the time really had an eye for talent. Knew it. Knew what they were doing. I mean, and remember, Phoenix went on to become... Until he, unfortunately, he passed away at a really young age. He... He kind of became a really great, well-known actor because he was fantastic at such a young age. Yeah. And, the, yeah, the last one I can really remember that came out for Stephen King was probably Dreamcatcher, and that movie was fucking atrocious. Was it really? It was awful. <laughs> I just, I can't get over how bad it was. I remember watching it with uh, with my whole family, actually, and I just remember watching this is boring. And it's about aliens <laughs> that eat assholes, or what do they call them? They call them shit weasels. And then they literally call them shit weasels because they enter through your asshole or they exit through your asshole or something like that. All right. Well, it's I, it's fuck. It, I mean, it's kind of worth watching because there's so many like <laughs> it, like that alone is fucking hilarious. God damn it. Anyway, I don't mm. like the main character in that movie. He's so outlandish and so like hammy. 
in in his role, how he how he performs. It's so ridiculous. It's oh man, it's it, it's really not good. You know, he's he he really does have. You know, King has so many good you know films films that they're from his novels. Um, I I I, th- I think it was. No, uh, it was n- not the first Stephen King film I saw. The first Stephen King film I saw was Pet Sem- Cemetery. And oh yeah, yeah. The thing about that film is my mom refused to watch it for the longest time because you know you've watched watched it right. Yeah. You know the, the little boy Gage. Nothing. When 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 Gage gets hit by that truck. Ugh. My mom apparently I when I was a kid I looked exactly like Gage. Oh really? So she watched it and she's like I can never. Watch it, you know, and I always tease, tease her about that. It's just a movie, but then now that I have a kid, I'm like, yeah. oh, I could never right, see, right. see that and just imagine it's my my son. But yeah, I think um, Pet Cemetery and um, Thinner were actually the oh, first shit. were actually the first two Steve, Stephen King films I saw, and then I saw it. Yeah, yeah I think I yeah, obviously, I think it was the first one I saw. But I think honestly, after that, I think Thinner might be the next one I saw. And Cujo. Uh, fuck, I did forget, I forgot yeah. Cujo. Yeah. I enjoy Thinner. I thought Thinner was a fun yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And you, I guess that's scary. A, it's just, it's kind of cheesy, but it's... It's a good plot. I watch it every single time I, it's on TV, or yeah. if, it's, if I find it on Netflix every now and again, I'll pop it in and watch it. Yeah, it's very good. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's not one that I would ever consider hit or miss. I just don't think he's done much after the 90s. Yeah, you know the '90s, the '90s and the '80s. Were now he did that. Same. I guess he did that. That book we were talking about the jam. Uh, that's book. yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. right. That was a huge hit in the bubble. I guess the the dome rather. The dome was kind of a huge hit. I yeah, I heard about that. I've never read it. I heard it was a good book, and then they made a TV series or mini series. Mm, okay, that wasn't super well received. Uh, but I mean, it's kind of the story of his adaptations, and it? it's kind of like a lot of them aren't really super well received because they're like. Eh. Yeah, they they had um, oh fuck, what maximum overdrive or what was it? But the the trucks came to life and oh, my, oh. which is a silly. Was it maximum? Uh, was, it, was it monster trucks? No, no, no. Oh. It was like semi trucks. I have no idea. Uh, it's a fucking ridiculous plot. It's, like it's Christine, a plot, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay, yeah. It, no, it's a ridiculous. I mean, even even from the person who gave you Christine about a car that comes to life, this is about like several semi-trucks that come to life and just kind of surround a, a <laughs> truck stop and drive in circles the entire time. <laughs> and he, and if I remember right, that's when he directed himself because he was like, I'm going to direct it myself because whenever you want something done right, you do it yourself. And it's I like, gotta oh, see that. It's, it's oh pretty atrocious, God. man. I, you know, I've seen a lot of horror. You know, there there clearly are a lot more horror films that are shit than good. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a big reason why it doesn't. they don't get any respect because... It, they're not know, good. I don't want to call it an easy genre, genre, but people tend to gravitate towards bad horror, it, it, such as Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. Uh, such as Sharknado. Sharknado, Sharktopus, uh, all those the, hybrid movies. The Ginger Dead Man. Yes. Thanks killing. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, but what's insane is Gingerbread Man, a Ginger Dead Man. I want to see it. Just because of Gary Busey, I've seen it before. It's 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 not good. <laughs> um, you know, and I know uh, Tommy Chong is in that Evil Bong. Evil Bong. There's too. like there's like three or four of those movies. That's insane to me. They're I've on. I think oh, I think a couple of them are on Hulu. Because I, I ran across them because me and Michelle were looking to try to find a movie to watch, and I was like, "You want to watch Evil Bong Six Six Six? And she's like, "Yeah," because that sounds awesome. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's 
it's definitely a genre that I feel like could have a lot more respect if it got the proper care. Yeah, and it, I mean, it is an easy genre to do. And that, I mean, on, I mean, I'm I'm writing a horror movie now, and big reason is one, I love horror movies, so I I feel like I can give a, a write a proper horror movie, but it, it, it's easy to film. It's cheap generally. And they're, it's generally easy to scare people enough to where they enjoy the movie. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of an easy easy one to do, but a lot of people think they can do it, and it doesn't quite work out how they think. You know, uh, there's the fact that I can really only think of two or three proper horror movies in the past decade Yeah, says a lot to how good they are. Well, again, I mean, with horror at all, you know, a lot of it depends on the timing what's going on in the world too um yeah. cuz ch- child's play okay mm-hmm. when that movie came out 1988 1980 something 1987 80, something 80, around there. 88 um what was really big right now were those dolls uh the good guy or the best friend good guy my dolls my buddy dolls my buddy dolls that's what what was big so that's why that instilled this fear you know like oh shit you know exactly. I, you know like i have been like you know that doll looks creepy you know now i can really be uh, be, be afraid you know if child's play came out now it would be straight to dvd exactly. which the last couple have been you know, I feel like, you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street, I think if that came out nowadays, it would do very well. Yeah. And there because was that really is an interesting plot. But there's also a problem with like there was that fad with a bunch of paranormal movies, which yeah. came from par- paranormal activity. Yeah. But that all stems from like ghost hunters and then, you know, people have this you know, they want to believe that there's ghosts out there and for whatever reason, other whether they want to believe that you know they can talk to their loved ones that passed on, or they just like to be creeped out and think that you know oh that frame fell over you know yeah, it didn't sure. just lose its balance it, it clearly was a ghost you know they they want to believe in something more so that became a huge thing but there's nothing really now no it feels like the paranormal thing is starting to wash away yeah it's like right now we're in that awkward in between stage between eras. Um, Get Out, I keep hearing, is very, uh, very good. I don't know if that's going to lead into any other It's kind of like, the, it or... feels like a next step in horror. Because it's very, it's not jump scare based at all. That's that's good to me. I think that's... there might be one jump scare, but I don't even think it's that. It's a lot of like, a feeling of impending doom. A feel that there's something wrong and you don't know what it is. Um, which is terrifying. You know, it, Hopefully that leads to something more. I mean, get not get out, but um, it follows. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Yeah. Not a lot of jump scares. Really clever, uh, camera based scares, and then psychological something sure. coming, and you don't know who it is or what it is. Um, that's hopefully that's the next step because those are great movies to do. Now, once they get to a point where they start releasing five or six of them a year, that's whenever you start to get like, okay, yeah, yeah, stop. really. Like Saw, you know, <clears throat> Saw was tremendous. Yeah, yeah I, I, I had trouble Saw. liking that movie for a while. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it when I first watched it. I thought it was um, stupid. I mean, I, was, I can't think of it. I thought hmm. it was stupid. The second one I actually enjoyed more. Interesting. I, I, I really thought the plot of one at the time was very, very good. You know, I saw Saw 1 through 4, and you know, with each one I got a little bit less out of it. Yeah. You know, but... You know, because when I, I think, I think the reason why I was so surprised and happy with Saw, you know, is when I, before I saw it, I kept hearing how gory it is. It's gory. And I thought, well, I don't give a shit. You know I mean? I don't want to watch, watch a film that's just gory because it's not horror to me. Yeah. It had a decent plot. 
It, and you're right. It, it, upon further viewings, I, I was like, okay, yeah, the, this is a pretty good movie. Yeah. The first one's good. I still think the second one's uh, fairly good. doesn't get enough love from a lot of people. Um, I think it's a cool story uh, and a clever little twist at the end where it's like, you know, if he would have waited just a little bit longer, he would have had a son right there. Someone was in that same room the entire time. Yeah. You know, it, that was a cool thing. But then beyond that, it it, it really just become, became gore uh, gore porn. And the end, there had to be a twist at yeah. every end. So it's like you knew that there was going to be a twist at some point. So you start to, to subliminally look for it. You know what I mean? Throughout the film, you know there's going to be some, yeah, something it's like, that it takes it's away It's usually from like a former victim is now helping him or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right. Which I guess the final one it had like that twist where actually Carrie Elways had been helping all along from after the first one. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not huge into the Saw movies, but I did go see uh, a Split. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's pretty stellar. A really clever twist. In it, it looks good. Yeah, uh, we won't say what the twist is because it, yeah, it's I'm a probably twist. See it, so. It's it's a twist, but it's it's not really during the movie. It's a twist mid credits. Interesting. Yeah, the whole movie is pretty straightforward. There's kind of a twist, but not really a twist. Sure. Um, but that's a really cool movie. Creepy. Again, yeah, it's creepy. A lot of psychological, not really jump scares. Oh, you know what? Holy shit. I completely spaced. Best horror film that I've seen, Creep. Fuck yes, Creep. Dude. Oh my god. If anybody who has not seen Creep on net Netflix yet, Jake and I strongly recommend this. Absolutely. It is it's something where you're you're it's so hard to explain how well it's done. The acting in in it is just the casting was just right. The filming is just right. It's very I don't want to call it low budget because it paints an image. It doesn't look low budget, but the way the film is shot, it's will, found footage. You will right, right, don't right. Don't let that throw you off either, because as soon as I started to watch it, at first I was like, "Fucking found footage again." <laughs> but then I sat there because I mean, Nick really was. I mean, he was all about it. He loved it, and then and then Joey, uh, he had Joey watch it, and Joey was all about it for a while. And so I was like, fuck, I got okay, I guess I gotta watch this movie. So I watched it and fuck I it, seriously. You, that's... <laughs> it's honestly one of the best I've seen in the past decade. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hands down. It's it's fantastic. If it you get a chance where... to watch it, fuck yes. you need to. Um you know, I watched that, you know, I did uh, I was trying trying to think of older horror films that I could stand the dead test of time because it, it was out, mm-hmm. you know, and I was watching it it more and everything like that, and I thought I went back and I watched Hellraiser. That movie holds up very, very, Does very, it? very well. Very well. Yeah, I've uh, I've sat down and watched it a few times, and I watched it again, and I'm just like, shit, man. The the lines are so good. The line, you know, one of the you know one you know one of the best lines I hear is where um, uh, this girl gets caught by the Cinnabites, which I hate that term because it reminds me of. Cinnabon. Cinnamon rolls that are in bite form. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, they are they are trying to find this girl's um, stepdad mm-hmm. because he escaped them. Okay. So they capture her and she's saying, "No, no, 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 no! Let me go and and I will lead you to 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 him." And they're like, "Well, he died." They're like, "No, he escaped." They're like no one escapes from from us, right? And then this Cinnabite, the uh, the one that's female just calmly says well what if we perf but what or what if we don't want him and we prefer you and there's a sigh of silence i'm her just going oh shit you know what i mean you know and, and pinhead has these great lines like you know though we have such sights to show you or the best line your suffering will be legendary in hell 
That is the best horror that line I have. Fuck. That is the best horror line I have ever heard in any film. Ever. I think I've only seen one Hellraiser movie. I think it was like the third one. Oh, the first one, bro. Uh, yeah, we, we need to sit sit down and watch that because it's one it never it never really dawned on me to watch it for a long time. You know, until you start talking about it. And actually, uh, Joseph Lisby, he um. He was talking to me about it for I mean, for a while. He went through and watched all of them. Yeah. Um. He texted me like a picture. Uh, I guess Henry Cavill's in like the ninth one or something oh, like wow. that. Um. But he uh, yeah. He went through and he's reading the comic books of it and uh, really really enjoys it. And you really enjoy it. It's like I gotta watch this fucking movie, it's, man. It's it's really cool. It's uh it 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 really tells an interesting plot and like. You know, it's got uh, it's Clive Barker. You know, and he's, yeah. he's very, very, very good with his gore and his effects and all that stuff. The effects are great because it's practical. You know, this, yes. You know, this was eighty. Love 80, practical. 80, yeah. 80, 88, 85, something, something like like that. And it's, 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 it's got a couple parts that are a little cheesy, but for the most part, it's just the plot. The plot itself. You know, I won't go through it all, but you know, the plot. There is a puzzle box. This mysterious box. Pandora's box. This guy finds it because he hears you will experience the greatest amount of pain along with the greatest amount of joy. This guy has gone his entire life. He needed something more. He felt like his life was, you know, he buys this box. If you undo the puzzle box, this it releases the Cenobites, which are these, like, three or four disciples from hell. Right. And they torture the shit out of you. And you die. But, you know, it's like the euphoric pain. Like, you feel, you know, I don't know if you've you've heard that, but where you can feel, if you feel so much ridiculous pain at one time, you start to feel high. Because then you feel something. Yeah. It's, so, that's what this is this about. Well, he escapes. So, he, but he's skeleton in blood. That's all he has. He finds out that he can absorb the blood of victims and he'll start to regrow. So, he gets a hold of his ex-wife and starts convincing her to bring him um, sacrifices, I guess. And she's getting really gross, grossed out. She doesn't want, want to do it because he's all messy and bloody and starts growing back real slowly. And she starts becoming involved in it. Like, all right, you know, yeah, let's let's do this. And the whole film is this guy and uh, his wife trying to get him rebuilt and reback and then her daughter comes in and yeah it, it just it goes on and on but dude, it's, yeah, it's 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 tremendous though. there's really not a whole lot of horror movies it doesn't seem like a whole lot of horror movies to stand up today no like no, honestly you can like watch Friday the 13th the first one or even like the second one um it's hard to watch them now um well, I mean, back then the big shock factor was the gore it was exactly the but if you go back and watch that. Halloween to me, at least, I think that's still the first one and yeah, the yeah. second one. I think stand up today against any other horror movie that comes out because it's still very real, very it's still very um, current almost. You know, it's a still very realistic thing that can go on. It's not too outlandish or anything like that. Like Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, yeah, I would say that probably still stands up today just because it's it, so outland. It, it is does. so outlandish and crazy. It can fit. Anywhere. The first one does. None yeah. of the other ones do. I really don't like any of the other ones, except for I like New uh, West Craven's New Nightmare. Oh, that one's fantastic! I love that. That one. is, you know, because I, that was the first one West Craven came back to it, <laughs> and it was a proper one. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was real. It was done well. Um, Robert England, who plays Fred, mm-hmm. Freddie, is the only guy that can ever play that role. Yeah, they. I mean, when they did that remake, Jackie Earl Haley. Did it? He. Uh, the only thing I can think of he played in was he played Rorschach in The Watchmen. Yeah. Um, uh, which when they announced it, I was like, 
cool. I, I'll give it, but watching the man, what I didn't like the design. I thought no, it was, his face didn't look look. He right. looked too much like a cat. He did. He looked really strange. And I knew what they were trying good. to do. They want him to look more realistic, like a real burn victim. Yeah, God, that's not the point. Though. His nose is what bothered me. Is that he really didn't have a nose? It was unfinished too. There's a lot of like green parts on him that look like they hadn't CG'd it out. Really? Yet. And I was like, God, come on, guys! Like you spent some money on God, this God, I haven't seen seen it in a while. You know when the. Friday the Thirteenth remake with the I enjoyed that. It was not bad. The some of the acting got annoying, but yeah. But I the loved little the, yeah again. I can't. I, I feel bad for saying it, but like the little Asian kid that played in it. I, I see. I just remember that blonde douchebag guy. Yeah, with, I hated <laughs> was him. Like, oh, your 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 breasts are so great. You've got perfect nipple placement. Yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> which I guess worked. You're supposed to hate that motherfucker. Yeah, and but Friday like, the Thirteenth is very sex driven too. But, but they had that little the Asian kid who was like a stoner. He was fucking hilarious. Anything that kid's in, he usually he's pretty good. But um, I thought it was cool because like he killed the kids in ways like you would learn at a camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he threw a tomahawk, tomahawk and killed somebody. He roasted some girl over a fucking campfire in a sleeping bag. And, it, I mean, just really clever kills. Yeah. And I like that the first 15 minutes isn't even, it's like the cold opening to it. It's like, you don't, like, he kills all those campers. You're like, fuck, the movie's over yeah, already? Yeah, it's like, that was how, how it started? It's yeah, like, and what's then, next? It's like, Friday the 13th. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> God damn! What else is gonna happen? You it's, know, it actually was very good. I, I, I really haven't it watched it in a while. But it has really been need, need quite a while. And watch that, that again, but, um... I, was like, I, have, I think I have it on DVD. Uh, I might have loaned it to my sister, though. That's a problem. Um, I, I, I would really like to watch, uh... Uh, the remakes of Nightmare on Elm Street and that. that yeah, know, I wouldn't mind watching the remake again because there's one thing I enjoyed about the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. They didn't follow through with it, and they should have, which was they teased in it that Freddy Krueger wasn't a child molester. There, yeah, that he uh, abused children it was in the first one. But I mean, this they were really focused on child molester, and you almost felt bad for him. Yeah, and that's, yeah, and that's why I was thinking what they could have done, and I and I've wrote the because I. I wrote for a website called Omnibus Journal, and one of the things I wrote, an article I wrote for there was, like, how they how they could have done it better, which is similar to, I guess, what culture does it, like, how I would have booked or how I would have sure, made. Sure, yeah. Um, but um, what I said they could have done is follow through with that. Make, make it so the parents thought he was diddling the kids, but he wasn't. Yeah. And then burn him alive, and so he's coming back uh, for revenge on the parents, and then by the end of it, you get to the last bit with Nancy and Freddie, and uh, she finally says, "I understand you didn't kill anybody. I, I, I you've, you've, you've killed everybody. You, your point is made. You don't have to do this anymore." And then you know the sky starts to clear up. Instead of the girls, you know, doing jump rope in slow motion, they start to speed up and go normal speed. And you know you hear birds chirping and stuff like that. And then you know Freddie drops his claw and starts to turn around. And then she looks relieved, but then all of a sudden the clouds gather quickly, and everything slows down. The birds stop, and then he turns back around and says, "I'm having too much fun," and then kills her. And that's how it ends. Because then you create a new version of Freddy Krueger, that's like he didn't actually diddle kids, but now he's so corrupted by being wrongfully accused by these parents. He's so corrupted by it and having fun killing that now he's the new monster. He's a new version of Freddy Krueger. I thought if they would have done that. I would have enjoyed the movie more and you could have had a proper franchise out of it without people being like, Oh, you just ruined the, uh, you know, original. 
No, I, I, I definitely, I definitely prefer him being. And it sounds weird to say out loud. I, <laughs> I, pre, I prefer him being a molester, just because it doesn't give him a clean side at all. You don't. You just. This guy is just evil. Um, with the remake, uh, or with Freddy versus Jason, Jason, you were taught to feel sorry for the entire film. Which, That's if true. you look at his backstory, yeah, yeah, you should. He, you should be. Uh... He did nothing wrong. He was a child who drowned. And he's coming back because you know I you know I don't know if you know this but the Jason noise you know the yeah in the first film what that noise means um, he's saying kill mommy yeah kill mommy yeah 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 and and it's just it's with Freddy I just don't think there was ever a good bone in his body or in the furnace (laughs) Ah. but uh, you know I mean and that's 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 what I loved is like you know with a guy that you feel bad for you always feel like there's a way that you can turn him around Right. There's a way you can give him what, what he wants. With the guy, guy, guy like Freddy, it's like no matter what, you're afraid of him at all times. You get him the fuck away. And I do think there's there's something to be said. Like, um, see, I'm actually one who like uh, I think there's too many, generally too many redeemable villains in movies, whether it's horror movies, superhero movies, too many redeemable ones. Now, if you go back and look at like the Dark Knight, um, Joker, there was no reason for what he was doing. He was just sure. fucking insane. He was yeah. an anarchist. Uh. And I think that should that kind of character archetype should it should apply to a lot more villains where they're just insane for the sake of being insane. Now I thought exactly, in, yeah. for the sake of the remake and really trying to take it in a different direction to make Freddy a more redeemable character, I thought would have worked a little better. But I understand what you're saying to make him like he's he's a fucking monster because that's who he is. He's a monster from in life and in death he's just a monster no matter what he does this is an absolute lost cause yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I understand that that's that's yeah that probably work uh, works out better and the movie obviously it didn't do well anyways but there's a lot there's a lot about that movie that was better than a lot of people remember there's a lot you know I, micro naps I, just I, something as simple as that the micro naps I think the the fact that you got to see them fight more than once it didn't get saved till the very end you, you had them about four or five fight fight scenes which were cool yes um Ronnie Yu the guy that directed it yeah he also directed Bride of Chuck Chucky can't stand him mm. I think he is shit mm-hmm. I don't like what he did with that film I think they had a very good thing going but he, Ronnie Yu does these very uh, particular camera effects that you see with all his films. That I, this very strobe, strobe effect where the you know the, you know it's almost like the scenes start going like um, uh, frames per second just slows down a lot. Yeah, I yeah. hate that with a passion. And he, you know, you saw it, you saw it a lot in Freddy and Jason where the guy's older brother kills himself in the bathroom. You know, and he's going around, you know, he's on fire or something like that. Shaking. Yeah. It's just, awful when you see these effects it's it's like it seems like an old 80s or 90s version of a slow-mo it's sure yeah it's it's it doesn't look good to me um, no i hate it that film i i really did enjoy the film the soundtrack is the shit the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks i've ever heard but you can't get past a character that's just like jason muse i know motherfucker Fuck it. i'm like and that's, i've listened to kevin smith talk about that and he's like that that's because I guess apparently Jason Mewes was asked to really be in the movie, and he turned it down. No, that wouldn't have made sense. And then they went ahead and hired an actor. I guess that character was written into the movie after he turned it down. 
And I was like, are you they, fucking serious? You know, if they want to have a stoner guy on there, but they went out of their way to, to make, make him Jason look like Jay. Yeah. yeah, oh my God. He looked like him. He Talked acted like, like, like him. He had the same mannerisms, same yeah. vocabulary. So fucking ridiculous. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I was so you know, shocked. His, his his death scene I did really like because um, Freddie kind of did like a Cheshire cat snake thing. You know what I mean? Which I really liked that. You know, that... that um, I I thought I thought the death scenes in that were all great. I thought they usually they did pretty good with all the death scenes in that. Yeah, movie. It was it was it's surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, the soundtrack to that I can listen. It to was a pretty solid soundtrack. I, I used to, to have soundtrack it. forever, dude. It is so good. Because you don't really have a lot of movies out that have good soundtracks nowadays, except for Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Tremendous sound soundtrack. That's oh god, that movie was so fucking. Yeah, we're right in time. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and call this quits for uh, for tonight. Uh, so yeah, if you guys, what what were you guys' favorite horror movies? What uh, what do you guys think uh, of the new It movie? Let and let us know what uh, you want to uh, watch in It and what you think it work and what you think think it look good. And if you're planning on going to watch in the theater, wait till it comes on in DVD so you feel safe at home because you're a wuss. That's right. Let us know. Uh, and, and what do you look for in your horror movies, man? Just, just let us know. Drop us a line. Uh, we have an email address. It's real. What were you talking about at gmail.com? Uh, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash real. What were you talking about? Uh, I've got a Twitter. It's uh, Tweety McTweet 11. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is the first time that I've heard that, so that's that's nice. Okay. What do you have a Twitter? I do not. You don't? No, no. I, I I'll, I'll be straightforward. I only have a Twitter because of this show, and even now <laughs> I don't really get on there very often. I shared the picture earlier from whenever we were watching Raw. Okay, yeah. On Twitter, and I tagged uh, <laughs> WWE and Kurt Angle. Oh, you did. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So yeah, just let us know. Uh, so until next time, I'm Jake. I am Nick. What were we talking about? Oh, I don't remember.